Hey everybody, it's Margo. Guys, I'm such a fucking actress. And Lydia. Strong black woman over here. But you already know why we're here. I want commando on public transportation, huh? Oh my god. I love a good lazy river. Because I'm lazy and I like water. <laughs> Guys, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda hungover right now. The content you may not want, but deserve. I think I popped off about that. You popped off. Pop, pop, pop off, sis. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. Oh, I missed hearing you sing that. I missed you, Lydia. I would just like to give a quick disclaimer. Okay. I decided I want to hold this. Uh, that's not the disclaimer. My quick disclaimer is that um, the fact that we haven't been uploading consistently is entirely my fault. Oh. And it, Lydia plays no part in this. It is my, my fault. And I take full blame and full responsibility. So uh, I apologize for that. I was just vacationing and uh, going around, even though I was supposed to be working. And, you know, sometimes life gets the best of you and you forget to plan. This is why I need Lydia, because Lydia reminds me that I need to plan. I, okay, I appreciate your disclaimer. It couldn't be further from the truth. I needed the break myself. But honestly, I feel like, like, do you know those podcasts you listen to that are like your favorite and then they skip an episode or they like skip a week and you're like sad? That's how I felt. I feel like our few viewers missed us. I'm going to say it. Lydia, did I tell you this already? What? Did I, I tell know. you? You didn't tell, you didn't tell me what it's about. How do I know if you told me? <laughs> did I tell you that when my brother and his girlfriend were visiting, they said that one of their friends from Oregon, because they originally met at a summer camp in Oregon, one of their friends from Oregon, when he saw them, said, pop off, sis. And no. he was going on about how he watches the show. No, you didn't tell me. In freaking Oregon. And this man is a, you know, like chill, snowboarder, surfer vibe, like out in the wilderness. And he is listening to our show. So you know what? I don't know his name, but shout <laughs> out. If you are watching right now, respect. Thank you for being one of our like nine viewers. We really appreciate it because wow. I, I did not think anyone was listening. So you this know, is your brother's friend. Yes. And not even like super close friend. They see each other maybe once a year. So shout out to you. We will find out your name, but thank you is what we have to say. You're loyal. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Love that. We love the random listeners. It's like, it's like, you know, we're local celebs. Like, oh, I love my supporters. They're not fans. They're friends. <laughs> um, but indeed, we are back. We will try our best to be consistent. You know, like you said, Margo, things happen. Life happens. And we will tell you about it as it happens. And boy, do we have some catching up to do. Oh. We do indeed. Because if I may just hop into my rose this week. Oh. Let me just jump right in, dive into the deep end. As I say, wow, my energy is really off the charts today. <laughs> um, my life update, my rose 
is that I am moving to New York City, baby! (laughs) I have a September 7th start date, and the apartment hunt has been stressful. It has been strenuous, but I think I may have found my place, got two roommates, met neither of them before, but they both seem like lovely people. One of them has a cat named Jane Fonda, and uh, I think that told me everything I needed to know about her because that (laughs) is simply amazing. Uh, The apartment would be located in East Harlem, and uh, two bathrooms, three bedrooms, looks like a nice little spot, cozy little place, no washer dryer, it's hard to come by, but a dishwasher, that's pretty unique for New York City, you know? Oh, wow, yes. I will take, I will take the dishwasher. And some nice natural lighting. Now, listen, I have put down a deposit and we have sent in an application. Doesn't mean we're approved. And we certainly have not signed the lease yet. So I'm knocking on wood because there is a a strong possibility that we could be straight up rejected. But I'm going to put positive vibes into the air and say that we are going to get this apartment because the real estate in New York an apartment gets listed one day and it's taken two days later. So it's been a crazy process. I've been learning about it. It's stressful. If you have questions and you are also looking to move, you can ask me. I don't know much, but I'm understanding the process a little bit as I go. And anyways, I've been talking for like 10 minutes straight, but I am just so excited to be moving to New York. And honestly, why do I get the feeling that Lydia and I will see each other more when I live in New York than when I live in DC? I know. I was ju- I was just thinking that because now I have a place to visit and exciting trips like love a travel day. So, that is definitely possible to be honest. <laughs> well, first of all, cheers to you. Cheers. Raise a freaking glass. So proud. That is amazing. You got to sip afterwards. Bad luck. I know it's bad luck and we can't, we got to look at each other, but I already sipped. Oops. Um, (laughs) That is huge. And we were talking about this before, but it's like crazy when your actual desires and dreams are like becoming true plans. It's almost like hard to fathom and, and realize, but I hope you know that that's exactly what's happening here. You wanted to move to New York. You wanted to be on Broadway, which is now a real fact that's going to happen and that plan is set in motion and it's all it's not from anything other than your own hard work and like I said you just graduated like two seconds ago and (laughs) look what you're doing already so I couldn't be more proud this is crazy thank you Lynn and just to touch on that real quick it is true like I was in New York a week or two ago I went to visit the um last theater company that I was interning for And so I like hopped on the subway and I went to Grand Central and I took the train from Grand Central to Connecticut. And I was texting Jake and I was like, I know once I move here, like taking the subway and going to Grand Central and taking a train from Grand Central is just going to seem like regular life. It's going to seem monotonous. But today it feels like the coolest thing in the world. Like I feel like the coolest person on the planet to be able to like, just casually like take the great train from Grand Central and know where I'm going. And he gave a really good response. And he was like, if you always appreciate the little things, it'll never seem monotonous and it will always seem special. And so that's, 
that's the mindset I'm going to try to keep. I know like so many people warn you before you move to New York, like New York will like chew you up and spit you out and it can be a really harsh place. Um, but I like to think with my sometimes, uh, overly optimistic personality that can be detrimental that I will always find some optimism. Um, even if my career doesn't pan out the way that I planned it, it'll pan out the way that it's supposed to. I think you just dropped like three or four quotes of the day in that (laughs) response, but you're absolutely right. And all you can do is try because what's the alternative? You know, you stay home wondering what if, and this is the time of our life to take leaps like that. And you're doing it. And I know how excited you are. So Woo! That's I'm all gonna I can cry. Say. Don't cry. It's like that's another reason, reason number five million and seven that I'm so happy we have this podcast. Just think, like you're gonna look back on this in like ten years and be like, wow, this is the summer before I was getting ready to leave for New York, and this is how I was feeling. And now I have to turn down the fiftieth agent that's called me for a new role on Broadway because I'm too damn busy with freaking the newest play I don't know that you're starring in so yes wow it's like it's monumental soak it in enjoy every moment you're working so hard I know but just try to enjoy every single second thanks Lynn okay I'm gonna shut up about me tell me tell I'm gonna shut up about me and now have you tell me about you so we can brag about you for a little bit I wish we could brag about me. There's really nothing much. I mean, work is work, guys. Like, the world is crazy. That's all I have to say. Um, And better news, my cousin had a baby, her first (gasps) baby girl she had. And that has been like, thank you. That's been like the excitement lately she had. Um, Yeah, and she named her after our grandmother, which nobody knew. So it was like very special and unexpected. And so we're like all emotional about that. But so I've just been soaking up every picture I can get because they live in Pennsylvania. But what else is going on? Um, I haven't done much traveling lately. I'm going to Kerala, North Carolina in a few weeks for like a beach week, but with family. So that's probably the wrong way to say it, but that's so fun. Um, Margot, do you remember how I was telling you how I was like a gym rat or starting to be? Yes. It's, it's gotten even more intense, Margot. L- listen to this. I am up to four days a week in the gym, <gasps> Monday through Thursday. I go to body pump on Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Dang and it. I go to spin class at five. What time is it at? Five forty? No, five thirty to six fifteen a.m. Tuesday. Whoa! Tuesday. Isn't that crazy, Lydia? That is so awesome. That is so yeah. freaking awesome. And I think you should know that I have started doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> so we have we haven't even traded because yeah. I think you're doing more than I was doing before. But that is so awesome. Look Thank at you. you. You're a little disciplined, hardworking woman. Yeah, I think. Thank you. It's just becoming like a release. And I feel like I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like I'm I'm reading a self-help book now. I just started. It's called Atomic Habits. And it's supposed to like teach you about good habits and like ways to implement structure and such. And um, I'm also reading Hunter Biden's memoir, Beautiful Things. 
it's all about his cocaine addiction. Don't really know the relevance of that. <laughs> but oh, I want to read that. Also, you know how like oh, you're drinking beer, but I'm having a little white peach tequila margarita. Oh, okay. And you know when you like take a, you just I, I've literally this is my first class, but you take like a certain sip and everything is just like hello. What is that? It's I'm, I'm literally on one glass and I'm halfway done. You mean you're like feeling it? I don't think so, but it's just like in the sip, I was like feeling it. Sometimes a sip burns like a little extra. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like sometimes it's just like the right amount. And if you haven't really like eaten recently, then Fair. it's like it's that sip that will like kick it in a little more. Because, you know, like I, the first drink, you pass a certain threshold where you start feeling it, where you go from like, oh, I'm just sipping alcohol to being like, Oh, I'm sipping alcohol, you know? So that's probably what happened. Right. You're right. You're right. I'm just, you know, we're in August. We want to feel the vibes. Oh, you're going to love this. Guess what? Guess what season we're heading into, Margo? Um, fall. <laughs> <laughs> correct. You would, you'd be correct about what else happens in the fall. Is this about, is this about Zodiac signs? No. Um, oh, what happens in the fall? Uh, okay. Um, Shout out a moment though for zodiac signs. Now that you say that, like we are, I just hope you realize Sagittarius are the best sign. Like everyone, it's not a bias thing. Everyone agrees we have the best sign. I'm just like, you know. well, I mean, I would agree with that. I do not follow any of that stuff, but I would say because I am a Sagittarius and because you are a Sagittarius, I would have to concur with that statement. Everyone has a Sagittarius friend or family member that they love. Like we just, we're adventurous, we're funny as hell and we are curious, but we just get along with everyone. Like we can be blunt, which I'm learning. We can be blunt. Our delivery can be off, even though our intentions are always amazing. But just know that like, if you're ever feeling down, just know like we are the superior. <laughs> anyway, I'm learning so much about myself right now. I love don't, it. <laughs> don't change the subject. What comes with fall comes with the uh, NFL, which comes with the Ravens. Ravens! <laughs> Woo -woo! Go Ravens! Go Ravens! Go Ravens! Yes. So just know Ravens talk is coming back, baby. I know you missed it. Yeah. Yes, I was very invested. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I guess those are my updates. Nothing crazy. Let's get into our whatever's next. Let me go to our script. We got some topics. We're gonna start. I know we're I know we're a few weeks behind because because I messed up my scheduling and forgot I was flying to France and then I was like, ah, I'm gonna the time's change. Anyways, doesn't matter. We're a bit off, but we're gonna talk about the bachelorette. Which wrapped like two weeks ago. I don't right. know. A little right. bit ago. Lydia, you told me you had an update I wasn't going to like. So I would actually like to hear that first. I'm so nervous. Okay. <sighs> Remember how when we recorded last time, you were trying to convince me to watch the hometowns at least. Because I said I was losing interest. And you said the hometowns would probably be interesting. Yes. Margo, I have not watched a lick of the bachelorette since the last time we recorded i'm gonna have to take a sip take a sip so you do not know any of the greg katie blake t 
okay, this is what I know. I know Greg said, I love you to Katie. Katie's like, ah, she didn't say the same thing back. And I know Blake is our beloved winner. That's all I know. Lydia, you missed some pure reality TV, cringeworthy goodness. This is why you have to start watching at hometowns. Honestly, you could skip all the other parts and start watching at hometowns. Um, but yes, you missed an explosive Katie Greg fight. You missed Katie saying that Greg on after the final rose that Greg is a gaslighter and that he gaslit her and saying that she never he never loved her because when they had this talk, you are correct. He said, I love you. And her response was, I like looking at your face. Oh, Yikes. but to be fair, she had already set a boundary where she was like, I'm not going to tell anyone I love them until the final rose, because I just don't want to give that away. Anyways, it seems it could be an, a bad edit because the former bachelorette, Rachel, the first ever black bachelorette got a similar edit where she was really vibing with like her runner up. And then her runner up was like, I don't want to get engaged. And she ended up getting engaged to this guy, Brian, who she's now married to. But everyone was like, she settled, you know, like she didn't actually like Brian because of the way they had edited it for the whole season. Her runner up, Peter, had gone um, uh, the first one on one and the whole season. It seemed like they were going to end up together. And that's kind of how it was with Katie and Greg, like from the first episode, like right off the bat, it seemed like. Greg was getting the best at it and that she was going to end up with him. And then she ended up with Blake. So everyone's like, oh, her and Blake aren't really in love and she doesn't really actually care. And honestly, like a lot of it is bullshit. But I will say on After the Final Rose, the reaction she had was really like she was fuming at Greg. And I was like, listen, I fumed at men even when I'm in a happy place. So like I relate, but if you're really over somebody and you're engaged to somebody new, would you really be that mad at someone who broke things off? You know, right. true, true, questionable. Yeah. That's and that's all I was like. I heard commentary. I just wasn't watching and most people thought that Greg was going to win. So I was curious from you, like, are you happy that it's Blake? And do you think it will last? I would say they have like very good sexual chemistry, but I think the way they were edited, I never thought, oh, Blake seems like the best option. I thought either Michael A, the guy who had the kid or Greg were like the people she had the you know biggest connection with. However, there's so much that goes into the editing that, you know, like I could be totally off base. Maybe she's super happy, but I would say I think they'll date for a while, but I don't think they'll get married. Wow. Well, you know my whole thing about Blake. I love Blake, but at the same time, what is this? His third season he's on, so I don't the authenticity piece for me is not there. I think he just wants to be on the show. But he seems sweet, you know, little Canadian Blake. But um, interesting. Did so? Did they do like the what's it called? The fit? Not the fantasy suite. Is it the fantasy suite? Mm -hmm. You know, when they have the night to have sex. What's that? Where called? they have the boom boom room. Yeah, the boom boom room. Yes, <laughs> the push, they did. The push room for our Jersey Shore fans. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, uh, they did. You know, like I didn't watch every single part of every single episode, so I'm trying to remember. 
I don't, I, that feels like such a long time ago, but. Oh, wow. Okay. All I know is that Katie and Blake are together. Greg is like the, the whole world is split about Greg. Half the people are like, he was right to be so upset and to choose to leave after her reactions to him saying, I love you. And the other half of the world is saying he's a gaslighter and he's toxic and manipulative, manipulative. So, you know, it's, it's been a crazy time. I got you. I got you. Well, are you happy in the end that you, you kept up and you watched everything? Yes, but I will tell you what I'm more happy about. And this is kind of jumping forward. Uh, bachelor in paradise which by the way lydia this is your show oh this is your show i already know like you were like oh the bachelorette is always the same thing the bachelor is always the same thing bachelor in paradise is always good for drama if you want the maximum amount of drama and unexpectedness watch bachelor in paradise and something i'll say really quick david spade is now hosting the comedian and first of all he's so funny i love that he's there much better better vibe than um better better vibe than chris harrison my beer is kicking in um but it was so funny someone came down to the beach and they came onto the show and they looked at david spade and they go hey dave and in my head i went does she think that's dave chappelle <laughs> Oh no, we have bigger problems if that's the fact. Cause I was like, maybe I'm totally off wrong. You know, his name is David. That's not that far off from Dave. Right. Maybe she thinks, but I was also like, Dave Chappelle is another comedian. So maybe she thought it was Dave Chappelle. He's also tall and black. And I know. David Spade is also short and white, and white, shaggy hair. But you know, Maybe she has poor vision and we can't discriminate. We can't discriminate. So you're right. Maybe I need to watch this because that sounds like a moment in and of itself. Because I don't think he's ever gone by Dave Spade. I don't think so either. I could be wrong. Anyways, enough about the Bachelor franchise because you haven't been watching. I'm sorry. That's my disclaimer. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get into this White Lotus HBO show that I have not watched now so now we flip-flopped we flip-flopped yes well i just suggest you watch it so there's this show on hbo you know margo you know hbo has the content like they come out with hit show after hit show we got the undoing we got the freaking the murder your dirter what was the kate winslet show i'm blanking on <laughs> murder dirter it was uh, um the mayor of east town thank you mayor of east town like the acting is not average it's quite above that <laughs> But um, the latest show was this summer show called The White Lotus. And it's kind of like Clue or Mafia vibes. Like like somebody's a bad apple and you don't know who it is. And it's kind of like game show-esque. Like Ooh. a game, not game show, but like a game that you can't quite figure out. A mystery, but also yeah. funny. And I think they advertise it as like a um, satire on really wealthy Americans. And so it's a bunch of different families and couples on vacation in Hawaii and some shit goes down. And the main stars are Connie Britton, uh, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I recommend it. It, it ended, it kind of, the show starts at the end and then it, you know, circles back. Oh, I love a reverse. 
the reverse. What is it? What's the thespian term for this? A reverse? Okay. Oh, I have no <laughs> clue. Like, Don't me. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's a reverse, and it um I recommend it. It's good. It's only eight episodes, so if you have some time in between your busy schedule on new new york life check it out but lydia i don't have an hbo login okay well i'm gonna just have to give you mine but also don't hold me to that but also it might be worth it might have to they, they come out with show after show speaking of new shows though this just came to me i didn't tell you but i know you're gonna watch the new impeachment show that's gonna come out about bill clinton and Oh yes, where that's on Hulu, right? Yeah, I think that's gonna be Hulu, right? Right, it's FX on Hulu, right? Exactly, and like Sarah Paulson is playing um Linda Tripp, and And Beanie Feldman is playing Monica Lewinsky, and honestly, they did a great job at making her look like they look pretty similar. I thought in the way they did her hair and everything. Yes, and I don't know if you saw that first trailer. That's literally just her as Monica walking towards. Uh, Bill Clinton's like the Oval Office and it's just so like suspenseful you know it's gonna be good because I think it's not American horror but American crime story it's yes. part of that series so so good and oh. they always do a good job they did the Versace murder and then what was the oh they did yes. OJ yes that, OJ oh, that was right. so good that so I think good. I watched that all in one day the OJ I bet you did that should have been my fault my rose is that fall tv shows are just everything you're right. You're right. Fall TV shows hit different. Although what I will say about the uh, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton one is I listened to a podcast with Monica Lewinsky. She came on um, Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert mm. podcast. Uh, this was like maybe a year ago or something. And that poor friggin' woman, I like, know. And I wonder if she had any say in the TV show. Like, I don't know how much she wants her. Did she? Let me stop you just because that was the one thing I forgot to add is that she is. I don't know if it's. No, I think she's an executive producer. Yes, she produced it. This is all. She's like, hey, right. This This is her story. Yeah, this is. okay. I'm glad because I think looking at it through her lens or like at least a bit of her lens. Dude, she couldn't get into any school in the US. She had to go to the the UK for grad school because people rejected her so much because of her name, you know, like nobody people. If you go listen to that episode, it's super interesting, but also extremely depressing. You just like realize how everyone ate her alive. And then, you know, like, I mean, yes. Was there an impeachment trial for Bill Clinton after what happened? Yes. But it had ulterior motives. And, um, and I just feel like he got off a lot easier than she did. So. It's true. It's true. And she was so young. Right. Anyways, right. I'm talk so about, excited. Talk about the position of power. Yeah. I know. But I'm so like, excited. You know, it's going to be good. Yeah. She's an executive producer. So it's like she's going to tell her truth. And ooh, I'm so excited. Ooh. Okay. Also, another show, Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. I've only seen a trailer. Have you watched it? Yes, I'm on the third episode. They only have three episodes out right now. But um, yes, this one is also kind of mysterious, kind of dark. It stars Nicole Kidman. So we know we're going to get the quality acting. Um, It's like a retreat that these people go on. Melissa McCarthy and other famous people go on this retreat. Yes. And basically, Nicole Kidman is supposed to like change their whole life. They're all there for different reasons. and basically she has her own dark past and and her methods of healing may not be what they seem is what we're being told 
Ooh. And right now it's just like, oh, this, this is some dark. There's a lot of dark shit in the show, but it's also like you want to know more. And Ooh. interesting so far. So those are my recommendations right now. That sounds really good. I'm going to have to start watching some of these. Um, I'm going to have to get your HBO login yes. or find it illegally online. I didn't say that. Um, okay, let's talk about Britney. So I don't know exactly what you wanted to talk about with Britney, but what I will say is how much Britney Spears' Instagram has changed. <laughs> She's posting all these new photos. And I'm like, yes, Britney. <laughs> Literally. And I'm like, good for you, Britney. And I don't know. I hope, I mean, yes, her father stepped down as conservator, but now it's like, he's probably going to just pick the next one. And um, I'll let you take that away. Cause you probably know more info than I do. Honestly, I don't even know what I wanted to talk about with it. <laughs> I guess I wanted to just hear where you were at with it. And I got that just now, but um, right. So Jay, her father, Jamie Spears stepped down as conservator or intends to whatever, and I guess where I'm just, I'm happy. I'm very happy about yeah. that. Cause, cause anyone I'm hoping is better than him. Right. And, and I think we all understand that the pressure from her supporters and from the media has, has positively affected this new result. Um, but I just, right. Like you just said about her Instagram, I don't understand how her having the chain, like she has her own lawyers now, which is great. Um, but I don't understand the correlation between that and now her being able to post whatever she wants on Instagram, because I was under the impression that her lawyer, Jamie Spears and whoever else are controlling her Instagram made her look crazy this whole time, like posting right. all those videos. And I just don't understand. I'm still confused. Like, I wonder if it's still her or not. There's a lot of speculation that she's still not posting as herself. These are still calculated. Oh, which is an interesting take. Right. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I said, I mean, <laughs> they definitely could be. I would say her the captions are very pretty targeted at her family now, though. So if she has a social media manager who's taking over, um, maybe now they are under Britney's instructions. So maybe she's still not running her account, but like she has some say over what's posted. Uh, but you're saying there's speculation that like someone's trying to give the impression that she is control again, even though she doesn't so that people will like chill out and they'll be like, Oh, look, she's free. Even though she's not right. Exactly. Oh, that's twisted. Twisted. I don't Dang. know. I don't know. It's just so hard to know. This whole idea of conservatorship is so, so slimy. And so, and she's not the only celebrity. Like this is actually pretty common in the celebrity world. And I get if you're someone's family member and you're concerned about someone who is like a celebrity or, you know, has a lot of money and has a big following. Like if you're concerned about their mental health or whatever, the idea of the conservatorship is they can't take care of themselves or their assets. So I will do it for you. But in Brittany's case, like they royally fucked her over for a very long time. Right. And I guess my last question about it to you is then like, do you see an end to this? Do you see her completely being free of any conservatorship and living her own life? No, I would say. I would say I don't think anytime she sh soon she's going to have like full control over her money and her assets. Um, and I don't think she needs to have like total. I mean, 
yes, it's her money and everything. It's a lot of assets probably to take care of. Like she's always going to need like a financial advisor or someone, you know, like someone taking care of it. Um, but I think at end of day, like maybe she'll get a conservatorship where they they have less control. But I don't know if right now I see them completely because in order for her to have the conservator of her father, didn't a judge already have to rule at that point in time that she was in need of that so that he could take over. Right. So there was a reason it might have been a stupid as shit reason, but a judge saw it that way. So I guess I hope a judge will see it like, oh, she should be free. She should be in control of you know, her money and, and her assets and, and her life. Like she should be able to get her freaking UTI taking out. It's true. You <laughs> we would hope the UTI would come out. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even think what you said was wrong. Right. You, right. I, I always do that. Why do I confuse IUTs? <laughs> it's only one letter off. We would hope the UTI comes out. We also would hope the IUD gets removed. You know what I'm saying. She's going to get herself some AZO to get the UTI taken care of. And then and then the she beat. goes to the gyno and they take the other one out. Right. Anyways, hashtag free Britney. I need, right. should stop talking now. Exactly. Nope. You, you summed it up perfectly. I can't <laughs> wait for the day where she has the new conservator and the new conservator come. This is my pipe dream. The conservator comes out to the press conference outside of the courthouse and says, as Britney Spears is new conservator, I rule that she do whatever the fuck she wants. And that's the end of that. Drops Mike, walks off. That's it. That's it. So, you know, LA County, whoever's in charge of this conservatorship, hit me up if you, Britney needs a new conservator that's fully an adult and obviously capable and didn't learn about her <laughs> when she was like in diapers and sang her songs as a kid. Let me know. Anyway, that was that on that, Margo. I was just curious about your thoughts. What's next? Uh, well, let's discuss OnlyFans for a hot sec. So OnlyFans is banning porn um, starting in October, October 1st. And this just sits very poorly for with me. Apparently, they made this decision because of pressure from banks and their investors. But the whole platform caught traction because of porn. So I understand now they're trying to push it towards this idea that like kind of like Patreon where you have a following and you're, you know, you make music or you make art or you're an actor or whatever. And this is the way your fans can engage with you on another level. But there are platforms that already exist for that. Like Patreon is probably the number one. Um, Plenty of YouTube people use Patreon so you can get access to other videos and such. And I just think it's kind of fucked up because a lot of people have started making their livelihoods off of OnlyFans. And I guess they could try to go to, to like a porn, a, a porn website specifically, but I don't think it works the same instead, like where you get like subscribers per month and you get it paid a certain amount per month. And I think that it's really royally fucking over people. And I don't know. What are your thoughts, Lydia? Well, my immediate thought is, isn't only fans like for porn, like, or revealing pictures that are more than just bikini shots, you know, and like, right. You know, like I thought the whole point is to show everything on OnlyFans. That's yeah. I mean, that's what the platform, that's how it exploded was right. because people used it that way. 
Um, I don't know if that was the original intention of the app, but the freaking executives or the powers that be did not give a fuck about the pornography when that was what was blowing up their platform. Mm. So to now say, fuck you all, no more pornographic videos after October, October 1st. Like, what are these people supposed to do who have started to depend on this as their income? Because there isn't another site right now, I think, that fully supports porn in a subscriber manner. Great point. And I think in the pandemic, especially, it probably got more mm-hmm. users and more people on there trying to make money. Yep. Um, this feels kind of fishy to me. Like, this feels like there's some sort of outside source, whether it's like some sort of tech company or something putting pressure on OnlyFans to make this decision because it doesn't seem it doesn't make sense to me like OnlyFans right. sa- it to me is a is a place for porn it's a place to be naked so I don't right <laughs> it's a it's a place you like need to be naked and you want attention <laughs> go to OnlyFans when Instagram tells you no OnlyFans, OnlyFans tells you yes until October 1st but um yeah I don't quite understand um that's a very shocking revelation that you've just announced that I'm, I'm sure people are fucking stressed. And I think they're going to lose a lot of money when it, October 1st rolls around and maybe they're going to try to rebrand it as the like Patreon. But what I will read you is a tweet that I saw about it that I thought was pretty accurate and pretty funny. And the tweet says only fans banning porn is like LinkedIn banning obnoxious humble brags. literally because we all know that LinkedIn so excited so honored to be in this new opportunity this new position I'm so excited to take my skills and talent to um, uh, T-Row to Apple I'm so excited for Google for this internship I'm just so excited I'm so happy for the opportunity thank you uh, Jane Doe for all of your support and getting me to this point hashtag entrepreneur hashtag internship 2021 Lydia, I hate to say it, but I think I'm going to write one of those for my new internship. (laughs) Did I just like lose any viewers that we had by roasting? It's true. That's what LinkedIn is for. I don't know why I'm being petty. No, 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 no. We better roast it because it's ridiculous. It's just another social media platform. We like to say, oh, it's networking. It's networking. Okay. Yeah. It's really just a place for you to say, oh, I'm so excited to announce I got a new job at JP Morgan and I'm going to be making a fuck ton more than you losers. So suck my dick. Um, a lot. Yep. <laughs> Accurate. Where's the lie? Yeah. Oh, well, those are all of our topics today. Oh, wow. Wow. Look at us. I'm, I'm just, and that's pretty good. I feel like we're like right around an hour. It's not maybe right above, but um, I, I lost track of time because of this thing. So I couldn't what is that? You. An IPA? It's an EPA. It's Lagunitas. That sounds fancy. It's definitely not. <laughs> Get me into beer. I, I need to, I really, I've been saying I want to drink beer, but I like IPAs. Okay. Um, they're pretty high percentage. Uh, well, so if you get like a regular beer, you're usually going to get like four or 5%. IPAs go up to 9%, although the 9% ones are like, they're, they're bitter, <laughs> but I like, a, I like a fresh IPA, uh, mm-hmm. a little fruity. I like the ones that kind of have like a little fruity taste and it just feels like in the summer, it's very refreshing. I like to drink it on a hot summer's day. Cause I'm kind of over 
like white claws and seltzers. I don't know. I gotcha. Okay. I'm going to try that one. Could you hold it up again so I can Oh, certainly so. Lagunitas. You'll know it because it has this little dog icon. Oh, perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. I will try that one. Well, then, if we just move right along there, we just might as well go to our quote of the day. And why don't I... (laughs) Why don't I start... Why don't I start us off? My quote of the day is throwing it back a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got a little preview of yours and it made me smile. But anyway, mine is throwing it back to our episode with the lovely Ariana Davis, author, Oprah Mag extraordinaire. Um, And it just resonated with me lately. And it says, it's from her book, What Would Frida Do? A Guide to Living Boldly. It's from the style chapter to be specific. It says, Every morning, we have the power to choose how we present ourselves, not just to the world, but to ourselves. I love that. That is so sweet. Take that with you to New York. I'm going to need to because, you know, the expectations there about fashion and the way you look are like freaking absurd. So... I'm going to present myself to the world the way that I present myself to myself, which is in sweatpants with acne on my forehead. Love it. (laughs) My quote is by John Steinbeck. And it is. But there is one thing about it. Once you have lived in New York and it has become your home, no place else is good enough. Whoa, mic drop, <laughs> Miss New York. You are on your way. Wow. Not even Paris, though. I mean, you're literally from France, so. I know. I mean, I think that's like a bit of an elitist quote, like be <laughs> real, but um, I liked the overall sentiment that, you know, New York is a very special place. And I oh, hope yeah. it does not spit me out. You know what? Guess what? At least you're being swallowed up in it and you're never going to regret going and shooting your shot and taking that leap. I'm so excited. Can't wait to visit. Can't wait to pod from New York and good luck. I know I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, but just like I was telling you before, take it all in, soak up every moment and enjoy. And this is what life is about. And I'm so excited for you. Love you more. Peace. (laughs) Jinx. And that's the show. Stalk us on Instagram at popoffsis.podcast and check out our Pop Off Sis YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. Pop off, pop off, sis.